case of an emergency at Action Figure Blues, please break John. Or anyone else, but not me. My face is too pretty. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 87, for the week of Wednesday, the 16th of October, 2013. I'm Scott, and with me tonight are... Ben. And John. This episode is brought to you by Max Comics and Stuff and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our Toy of the Week is the Sideshow Collectibles Monty Python and the Holy Grail John Cleese as the Black Knight 12-inch action figure, and our discussion topic is an extended look at all the goodness that is New York Comic-Con toy news. Gentlemen, how are we? I'm sick. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of both of you. So there you go. Nice. <laughs> uh, I want sympathy. Okay, poor Ben. What what what's what ails you, Ben? Oh, I just have a common cold. I, I got <laughs> I got through winter. This is actually two years since I've had a cold, and I got through winter. And then I got this cold, and I was at a, a store, and I asked if they had these particular sort of like, you know, cough lollies, vapor drops type thing. And the girl's like, oh, no, now that winter's over, we don't get those in anymore. Oh. It's like, but I'm sick. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, I have hot water. Oh, that's good news. Hooray, two weeks without hot water. I, I know that's a first world problem, but, geez. No wonder you're sick. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was actually getting to the point. <laughs> the classic example. It was actually getting to the point that, like, I almost got kicked out of my local shopping centre by, like, the cleaning lady. She, like, mistook me. And she's like, get out, you dirty bum. She's, like, chasing me out with a broom. And well, I'm, I'm, I'm not a dirty bum. I, I'm a contributing member of society. And then, like, she called security. And he's like, don't make me turn the fire hose on you, you filthy hobo. And I'm like, but, but, but. <laughs> Because I gave up shaving like a week and a half ago, so I'm rocking that whole "is he growing a beard or not" thing. So, okay. yeah. Uh, anyway, that's me. If I gave up shaving for a week and a half, I would have a beard. <laughs> I w- there would be yeah. no question. I'm, go- I'm going all right. Yeah. I'd have really hairy legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's my goodness! <laughs> and John, how are you? <laughs> Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I, I turned another year older, so you know, there's all that depression going on. And then um, <laughs> Mrs. Nerd has been uh, – she decided we were going to redo the family room this year. And oh, um, so uh, it's been messing with our dogs because the contractors have been over several times. And every time they come over, we have to move furniture out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> so we, for some of the early visits, we were just moving part of the furniture around. Uh, yeah. So the dogs would come downstairs and go, well, where's the ottoman? Where's the chair? <laughs> and then uh, last weekend they came and patched part of the ceiling. and uh, Or the weekend before they came and patched part of the ceiling and did some other stuff. And then on the Monday they actually painted and we took everything out except for the TV. So they came down and you know, um, 
we've had all our family room furniture in our living room and, you know, couches are standing on end in our foyer and that kind of stuff. So the dogs are freaked out incredibly. <laughs> Poor but, thing. Um, it looks really great and she's been doing a really great job and she's put together some really cool stuff. She's changing all the artwork and stuff that's in there and we took down all the knickknacks that were on the wall and uh, going to switch them out with some other stuff. It's going to be really great when it's done. Cool. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, and the painters did a great job because the room's got a cathedral ceiling, and uh, I couldn't paint it myself, so obviously no, no. that's why we had, we had them paint. And they painted the ceiling, and um, it's really bright. Got a new fan, and I took my old fan outside, and I said, I asked the contractor guys, I was like, "Hey, do you want this?" And they're like, "No, it's not our style." Oh, <laughs> so it, well, it was. It came with the house because it's way up high, and I couldn't change it, mm. so um, we put it out on the curb. And I was like, oh, I'll just go put it out on the curb. It was trash day anyway. And uh, it was gone in an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right on. Yeah, we have so. um, council cleanup weeks, like every quarter here where they do like a hard waste pickup. And so you can put stuff that you wouldn't normally be able to throw out, out on the um, curb. And then... But but a lot of it disappears before the council cleanup actually comes, like you know, which is I think that's great. I think if people want it, awesome, better than being in landfill. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, I, and I'm sure for somebody's you know garage or you know back room or something, that fan would have been perfect. It wasn't in bad shape. It was just it was kind of getting noisy, and it really wasn't our style. And yeah, um, we got a new one with a light in it, and it has a uh, remote control. Mm, so that's the way to go. Kind of cool. Oh, very good. Very good. Hmm. I've had I've had two whole weeks at home with no travel, which has been awesome. (laughs) Um, And then that's it. I'm away for half of the rest of the month. (laughs) But um, next week I turn a year older, so I'll I'll still stay a year, almost a year older than John. Um, We're practically twins. Practically. Practically. Yeah. Practically. But, um, yeah, good. I've had one of those kind of great weeks that was busy but nothing, you know, terribly good or terribly bad. Got to work from home a couple of days last week, which was great. Um, and, yeah. Oh, okay. fu- one funny thing. Two that weeks ha- where nothing happens. I know. Like, this funny thing that did happen on Friday morning at about 5 o'clock, I heard this, meow, 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 and kind of some pawing, whatever. And we normally sleep with our bedroom door closed and we do have a cat that occasionally you know will want to come in but i thought that doesn't sound right it doesn't sound like it's outside there now our cats do not go outside right and then i uh realized that i'm just going to go and check what that is and our my little cat was outside the front door meowing and pawing at the front door to get in (laughs) like what is going on and so we're going through like oh did you know did we let him out when we walked the dog last night surely we would have noticed or whatever and then i walked into this room where my study and we left the window open and he'd obviously and he often hangs out on this windowsill and he'd push the screen out (laughs) yep and so you know being a terribly wild cat of course he got outside and went oh my god i'm outside and ran straight to the front door (laughs) (laughs) we could have used him at work this week we had a mouse oh like we have a mouse at least a mouse in the building and it's up in the front office area so um some of the ladies and some of the men have been freaking out a little bit. 
So uh, there's there's actually a girl. Um, she's married to another guy that works here. It's an engineer, and uh, she's in a cube like about two three away from mine, and uh, it was spotted in her area. So I was walking by <laughs> a little layer at the copier, and I scratched at her cube <laughs> on the outside. <laughs> that that may have been a mistake in retrospect. <laughs> I've been the um, I've been the designated disposer of dead rodents um, in our ho- household and in various workplaces for a very long time. Because the the only thing that freaks me out is birds. Anything else I'm cool with. Yeah. Well, hey, we have got so much to talk about tonight because, of course, it is the week of New York Comic Con. We've had stacks of reveals, and we still want to get a couple of our regular features in as well. So I reckon that we need to dispense with the dead rodent talk and get started. Fine. Fine. All right. Let's come back with our first lot of New York Comic Con news. RoboCop. Part man, part robot. All cop. The ultimate in law enforcement. RoboCop and the Ultra Police. The only cops with rapid repeat cap firing. He's unstoppable. Battling the worst criminals. Headhunter and Nitro. (laughs) The Ultra Police, protected by Robo Armor, bring RoboCop even more firepower. In the fight for justice, nothing can stop. RoboCop. RoboCop and the Ultra Police, each sold separately with RoboCaps. New York Comic Con has become a time of the year when we expect lots of reveals of toys and toy news, and this year has certainly not disappointed us. In fact, there's so much news that we are going to look at New York Comic Con in three different segments over the course of this episode. And in this segment, we're going to look at all of the DC-related New York Comic Con toy news. And Ben, you're going to kick us off with some Mattel stuff, so over to you. I am. Thank you very much. And in the first bit of news, which was quite interesting, and there was some illusion that we'd find out something uh, around the fate of the Infernal Crisis sub. Um, As we know, the sub didn't go through. There was four figures announced and the, the Doomsday figures. And sure enough, it's been announced that the four figures that we knew about, which was Aquaman, Ice, Superboy and Robin, the Damien Wayne Robin, uh, will be offered from um, Matty's point of sale on Matty Collector. Shock and surprise. Hmm, interesting, interesting. So, um, I, I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to understand how this works from a production point of view. I mean, they don't get enough subs to commit to go ahead and produce them for subs, but they can produce enough to sell them day of sale on their website. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, honestly, I don't, I don't understand the business thinking behind those. So, I mean, look, this is um, good news for a lot of people because there's a lot of people out there who wanted all four figures. Mm-hmm. Um, Ice is the only one that really jumps out at me, so I'll keep an eye out for her. Uh, and the other big thing is that the uh, Doomsday containment suit version will actually be a San Diego Comic Con exclusive in 2014. Mm-hmm. So let's take a figure that people were interested in and make it really, really hard to get. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so 10% of the people who actually subbed and, and wanted a Doomsday will probably get a chance at that because they go to San Diego and the other 90% will have to eBay it. Yep. So uh, what, a bit of a shame that we didn't get the... Um, the Unbound Doomsday, or whatever we're calling the one where he's not in his containment suit, because that's really, of the six figures announced, was the, the one that I was obviously waiting for. Yeah, so. I'm assuming that neither of those would have been in production. I'm really surprised they're doing the containment suit one and not the the normal Doomsday. Like, 
That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I can assume that they've done their numbers and they, they've done the whole, well, you know, we in the past we've sold this many units at San Diego plus extras on Maddie Collector, so um, we know we probably can justify containment suit that can't justify the Unleashed. Yeah. Yeah, but in other news, um, we got some more info on the new six-inch Maddie Total Heroes line. So this is that line that um, I guess I don't know. They're a bit more stylized, a bit more sort of cartoony in their in their sculpts. Um, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a bitch slap for DC Universe classics collectors. Um, but the thing that actually really caught my interest, we, we obviously saw some new reveals. We saw a, there's a Mr. Freeze and there's a, um, I don't know what you'd call it, a Jim Lee Batman or something like that. So we, we've seen quite a few characters now. But the one that I was actually quite interested in was a reveal of a Total Heroes Ultra. And there's a, a John Stewart Green Lantern cause packaging, and it, it's, it's almost like it's a deluxe figure. Because in addition to the figure, you get a whole bunch of extra stuff. And man, you know, when, we've been over this discussion time and time again when it comes to tooling costs for things like the um, Infinite Crisis sub. And then Maddie go and release this, and and yeah. we get a a John Stewart figure that comes with two swap out heads. It looks like a, a Toma Ray kind of head and a just a generic alien head. There's um, four extra hands, and what looks to be four Green Lantern constructs. Yep, all in a deluxe packaging. So these are the quarterly figures that are going to be, uh, well, I assume just online, and. There's each one is going to have an alternate head on extra bits, so there's also going to be Black Manta, Firestorm, and Batman Beyond. Um, and yeah, so Black Manta will have an unmasked head, Firestorm is going to have a classic head and a modern head. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, part of me wants this line just to fail so we can stick it to Mattel and go, ha-ha. But part of me wants it to do really well because it might regenerate interest in DC Universe classics again. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't want it to do badly because if it does, then they would be justified in saying, well, obviously people don't want 6 yeah. DC figures. But And I do understand the kind of idea that, okay, well, we obviously need to rethink, but I just can't see where... You know, this is going. I mean, I'll I'll get Aquaman and Black Manta, yeah. and probably Bizarro because I don't know why I've got the Bizarro thing, but I do. Um, but I'm not going to collect these because you know I've got a huge collection of other Mattel six inch DC exactly. stuff that is not finished as far as I'm concerned. And yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of Mattel putting effort into stuff that um, people are shaking their heads at, they also announced a brand new line, uh, which is, well, I guess it's the, they're called DC Multiverse Figures. Yeah. And they feature characters based on DC Comics movies. Um, and we get a whole bunch of stuff up first, like a Christopher Reeve Superman and a General Zod from Superman 2. There's a whole bunch of um, Batman stuff, such as Michael Keaton. And we get the Penguin and Catwoman from Batman Returns. But what's incredibly bizarre is these are in the four-inch scale. Bam, bam. Yeah, like this. And this generated so much discussion online. People just went berserk over this. Everybody, and it was the same thing over and over again. People just kept saying, if this was six-inch, I'd be on it in a second. Well, John, um, John, what do you think about that? I like the Batman, except it looks like a retread of the original Batman that came out for the movie. Mm. Now, what I didn't understand is you bring out... It looks like, what, Penguin and Catwoman from Batman Returns, mm -hmm. but then use the the 
Batman, um, the first movie, Batman. Mm. These... With the removable cowl, which doesn't make any sense because he didn't ever look like that in that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I would be all over these if they were six inches. And the because, you know, this is just – I mean, like I collect Marvel Universe. I collected Justice League Unlimited. Um, but this to me is just not the right scale for these toys. And particularly when, you know, you want the likenesses, you want the detail, and they've done a beautiful job with these prototypes, but you know very well that what you actually are going to get at this scale is not going to be as good. Um, yeah. yeah. And four inch doesn't fit in with anything. Well, I worry that since they're calling it four inch, if it'll actually fit with a three and three quarter, you know, yeah, will it, will it, will it fit with my GI Joes? Cause if it doesn't, then why, why bother? Mm. You know, why do they have to fit with your GI Joes? Well, because I like everything in one scale. Uh, We've had this discussion. Okay. All right. I get it. And there's really not much they'd go with. No, no, it just, it makes no sense. It makes no, no sense. None. These are, these are the kind of figures that, to me, there's no excuse not doing them at six inch because done well, they will sell. Yeah, that's right. People have been, some of this stuff, particularly like the Batman Returns stuff, we've been waiting for that forever. Yeah. Forever. And, yeah. It's just more, peng- more Mattel not getting it, but that's that right. Penguin might actually look better than he looked in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. that's it for me, first up. Kidoki. Well, I've got some DC collectibles news, and I've got to say, even though, uh, as you know, I've said before, obviously they've got a big commitment to pushing the stuff that's currently in the comics, and so some of this is not, you know, to our tastes being more classically bent collectors. You cannot fault DC collectibles on their output at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, they really are. Um, going great guns, which is exciting. And um, uh, some of the stuff that was on show at New York Comic Con for them is not new, stuff that we knew was coming. But some, there were a number of reveals. One of them was two new figures in the uh, villains line that is coming. And one was Bizarro, which... I don't know why I love collecting Bizarro toys, but I love collecting Bizarro toys. <laughs> um, so very excited about that. And then one for Eli. There is a Deathstorm. These are from the the um, crime syndicate stuff that's happening. Um, Bizarro looks extremely cool. I think De- Deathstorm. Yeah, it's an interesting take on the the costume. Yeah, I don't like it. I think that's obviously a prototype. Like I think it'll probably look a little bit better in the final um, thing. I think, but I don't like. I just think the color scheme doesn't really pop. Yeah, for it'll me. be very interesting to get hold of some of these figures, like the Ultraman and Powering, just to see how that new articulation is uh, mm. is working. I mean, the, the I mean the Ultraman. You know, he looks fantastic, and and that all that extra articulation. I'd be curious just to see how effective it is. Mm. Then some other new announcements that we saw from DC Collectibles at New York Comic Con were tie-in figures for the upcoming Justice League War animated (coughs) feature. And there is going to be a wave of figures that tie into this, um, which will be Flash, Shazam, Green Lantern, and Wonder Woman. And uh, they're quite cool. Um, 
Yeah, I, I love the DC animated films. We actually just watched the Flashpoint film tonight before we started recording. And uh, that's very good. Mm. Very good. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I mean, these are interesting. I mean, obviously they're based on the animated stuff and they're interesting bucks um, and not super articulated. I think the Wonder Woman's quite cool, though. Yeah, it's certainly a return to form for DC collectibles. I mean, when they were at the, you know, when when DC Direct was at their peak, they were sort of bringing out, um, you know, quite a few different stylized figures based on different artist interpretations. And for a while there, when things went a bit quiet for them, they were bringing out one action figure a quarter. Yeah, um, and we saw next to nothing coming out from. So they seem to be building up steam oh. and getting back to where they were. Absolutely. Some other things that we did not know. Well, we knew that um, the. Uh, Wonder Woman Art of War statue series uh, was coming, but we now know that after the Jim Lee version, which is still a huh for me, um, <laughs> we're getting a George Perez and an Adam Hughes versions, which make a lot more sense in terms of actual iconic Superman artists. Um, we're also getting a line of Earth 2 figures mm. based on the um, comic, which has been one of my favorites uh, of the new 52. Um, and so we are getting from that a, at the moment, and hopefully we will get more. We're getting a Alan Scott green lantern, a, um, Jay Garrick funky flash, um, <laughs> a, and then a, a Batman and a wonder woman, um, which are, I mean, the wonder woman's a bit gratuitous because she's not really in Earth two spoilers um except the very beginning before she dies spoilers um but still a cool looking figure with a big ass sword big ass sword yeah but these are these seem to be featuring the improved articulation that we are seeing from dc collectibles so that makes them exciting and hopefully these will do well so that we get some more because there are some great designs for some of the other characters in earth 2 with fabulous uh, art by our own Nicholas Scott. Mm. Love it, love it, love it. And finally, in terms of new reveals from DC Collectibles, we also saw the preview of a, a digital sculpt of the Sandman Overture statue, which looks amazing. And, uh, boy, they're certainly, um, pushing out the Sandman stuff. Yeah, they are. Which is kind of interesting when it's kind of all New 52 and Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to get like a DC new version of Sandman. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Oh, my apologies. There are two other things that were new. One was the uh, Poison Ivy Cover Girls, um, which is a new Poison Ivy um, Cover Girls statue, which I don't need. She's a healthy girl. She's healthy. Yeah. And then the, the there's some Greg Capullo Batman figures coming, and we saw the Nightwing, and then there's another one that's being spoiler alerted on the DC Collectibles uh, page at the moment as a mystery figure. <laughs> it's green and purple. Who could it be? And then in not DC Collectibles news, we saw the concept art for a Starfire Bishojo statue from Kotobukiya. Hmm. So the last one that we saw concept art for was Black Canary, and I, don't think, I still don't think we've actually seen an actual statue of that. So there's been a big kind of gap in releases in the DC side, um, but yeah. You know, ironically for Starfire, 
that statue looks like it might be kind of tame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, particularly when we get to the Marvel side, there's there's one of the Marvel ones that's rather pornographic in my view. Um, I, so I guess you, her... Yeah. Um, I guess from the backside she might be a little more... Well, that's true. But but there's also the um, slightly phallic nature of the uh, prop that she's leaning on. That's... Um, Mm. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Did you just use the word phallic? I did. Yes. Yeah. That means it looks like a penis. Sorry. Thank you. No worries. Although, parents, please send angry letters to Scott (laughs) at. What's angry about that? I'm a big fan of using proper terminology with children. I don't think you should. You know, that's a that's a proper word. Okay. <laughs> That's why last night when we were out for dinner, we had this whole discussion about testicles, um, which was actually about it, it stemmed from our dog, you know, was desexed a while ago and he's got a infection in his surgery spot. So he's been licking it and that's where his testicles were. And then they were saying, so can men be desexed in that way? <laughs> so we just wow. had this, we had this very just rational discussion, you know, with them about, um, you know, if men don't want to be able to produce um, sperm, what they do, whatever. And there was this family at the next table just looking over at us like, oh, my God. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's because you were trying to lick your surgery wound. <laughs> anyway, um, enough of surgery wounds. John. Well, first up, uh, we're seeing a prop replica coming from uh, – I can't remember who the company is. But that's not really important because it is a Batman Arkham City Nightwing Arsenal replica, which basically means you get a bunch of sticks that glow. <laughs> it's from Triforce, and I don't think they would like that description very much. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's what Nightwing has armed himself with. He has some Eskrima. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Uh, sticks. It looks like there's four of them with this prop replica, and they come in a base, and um, they light up to replicate the electrifying power. Apparently, these have in the game. I haven't played the game, so I'm sorry. Yeah, um, impressive, if that's a thing. Well, what's what's interesting is that uh, they come with a bunch of tips. I'm assuming those would actually fit on there. But the base holds them really nicely, it looks like. Mm. There's some other things with this, though, pictured with it that I they don't describe in the description. It looks like maybe a poster for mm. the circus with the Flying Graysons, a ladder. Mm. Yep. And it looks like his maybe Robin belt buckle with yeah. the big R on it. Yeah. Mm. So. I, there's no price attached to this, and I'm dying to know that these are like so expensive. Um, the price I'm looking at for it is a thousand and forty-nine dollars US. Yeah. Excuse me. A thousand and forty-nine dollars, and actually ninety-nine cents. That's the money. <laughs> They'd actually want to electrocute people. I, I want to be able yeah. to go outside and chase my neighbor's dog. They better work. <laughs> I can see that in the news now. <laughs> Jeez, um, that's hilarious. They're, they're nice looking, though. I mean, it's nice looking prop replica, but mm. dang, that's expensive. So, well, Triforce, if you want to send us one of these to review I and you know you change yeah. our opinions of yeah. it, um, that's right. So that we can tell people that it's value for money. Yeah, send it to Ben we, so we can chase his neighbor's dog with it, and maybe he'll get arrested and it'll be on the news and it'll be good publicity for you. Yeah, if you do that, Ben, could you wear a podcast t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. 
Well, let's let's come back to Earth a little bit. Okay. Well, sort of. Sort of. Um, a couple weeks ago, you were talking about the um, Square Enix uh, Aquaman, the yes. armored Aquaman. We had yes. a discussion about him, and we're seeing now images of it. it looks like a prototype Superman. Mm-hmm. You could be. And he has that anime Final Fantasy armored look to him. The one we're looking at is all gray. Um, and quite an anime angular face too, I think. Yeah, that's the style. I still, I think these are groovy. I mean, they're not my thing, although I, I would just certainly will be getting the Aquaman, and I suspect that Miss Twelve will want the Flash. Um, but I don't understand why these are called variant figures. But I've complained about that before. So we know. About, um, is the gray a prototype, or is the gray a variant? No, they call them all variants. I think the gray is a prototype, possibly. Yeah, it's a prototype. But good show that Superman is coming. He looks okay. I just, I, I don't, why does Superman need armor? They all need armor. What is he armored against? Uh, hmm? Other armored baddies. I'm just more concerned about his um, armor man boobs. I know. The, the, the boobs are just throwing me. It's just, I know. How does he pee? <laughs> Very carefully. Oh dear. <laughs> I kind of wonder how his hands are going to be because it looks like they're all armored out too. Which well, I guess we'll have to wait and see the painted one. Yeah. And one so, last DC thing, John. One last DC thing. Yeah, we've seen um, a Batman from as soon as I see it, H- SH Figure Arts that looks armored up. I believe this is probably another Arkham City thing, right? He's not as armored up as. Um, the no, he's not as armored up as, um, and in this case, I think it actually probably makes a little more sense. Yeah. Uh, again, this the figure we're looking at is gray. Um, looks like more practical, real world armor to me, like like body armor kind of thing that you would see. Mm. Um, he's got the shoulder pads and the gauntlets and stuff, but uh, good looking figure. Yeah, it's actually good, not bad. Yeah, I don't mind it. Um, you know, being figure arts, he'll be well articulated. I am, mm. I'm sure. So yeah. very expensive. Yes. And expensive. The the head on this one doesn't look like it has any articulation yet, but it's kind of hard to tell from this all gray photo. I I kind of dig him, to be honest with you. Mm. I, I'm one of those people that doesn't mind an armored Batman. Oh, I, I like it when it's sense. when it's done well. I think it looks good. Armored Batman yeah. makes a lot more sense than armored Superman. Yeah. And he's kind of got the long ears on on this version as well. I kind of dig the long ears. My preference. Yes. Well, all up, if you are a toy collector, it's a good time to be a modern DC fan because there's a lot of modern DC toy goodness out there at the moment, which is good. And that's only the beginning of the New York Comic Con goodness, but there's so much goodness that we need to take a break from it. And we will be right back in a moment with the next installment of everybody's favorite podcast game, Name that. My name is 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 Excuse me. My name is Can I have the attention of the class? For one Every week we are very fortunate to have a new toy sound or toy commercial sound sent to us by John to tease our brains. So, John, tease our brains. 
Pasquale, thank you very much for that that eloquent introduction. I appreciate it. Very it was much. very spontaneous. <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I kind of went a little different this week, and uh, this sound isn't something that I collected, so I want to listen to that sound and let you guys listen right here. Time to drive America nuts. They're ugly. They're weird. They're tiny. They're terrible. There are hundreds of them. All right, guys. You've heard the sound. What are your guesses? Uh, I don't know, and it's going to drive me crazy because I'm sure that I know the thing, but I don't know. Garbage Pile Kids. It is not Garbage Pile Kids. Man. There's a little hint in there, and um, it says that they're pink. <gasps> they're pink tribbles. Oh, they're not tribbles. Tribbles are brown dolls. and white. Okay. They're not Cabbage Patch Dolls. Cabbage Patch Dolls are pink? Pink. And there's oh. hundreds of them? Hundreds of pink. Um, um, oh. Eh? Eh? Sea monkeys. Oh, God. (laughs) Have there been sea monkey action figures? I think there have. I'll have to get Arnold on that. Um, no, you guys give up? Yes. Um, just, just to give him credit, uh, Derek WC over on the forum had guessed, uh, Mad Balls, and that's more getting in line. It's actually muscle. Do you guys remember the muscle figures? They no. were a little about <gasps> yes. two inch unarticulated yep. uh pink. Yep. Uh, almost like army men figures, but there were just hundreds and hundreds of sculpts, I think, of them. Yes. And I think that line still goes on in Japan. It goes under a different name that starts with a K that I can't remember. Oh. Um, but that was a muscle commercial. They were cool. Yeah, I never had any they of They stand for something. Yeah. Millions of unusual small creatures. Uh <sighs> No. Yeah, it's something like that. Million, millions of unusual small creatures. I'm Googling now, lurk, lurking everywhere. Yeah, well, there you go. So, Pretty a little different this week. Good one. A little different, but yeah, kind of a retro classic. Good job, man. Good job, Derek WC. Yeah, well, he didn't get it, but we gave him a point Oh, he didn't anyway. get it. Well, good job anyway. <laughs> he picked Mad Balls. Oh, sorry. Which I think we... Have we done that before? I guess I can't do it now. No, I'm sure you can. Just do it, do it next year. Okay, I can do that. Okay. Anyway, let's listen to a new sound. Find the lasers. Backpacks and gas masks are safe. That means he's hiding in the escape hatch. You knew where I was. And we'll go one more time because some people get it on the second listen. Find the lasers. Backpacks and gas masks are safe. That means he's hiding in the escape hatch. You knew where I was. And as always, come on over to the Action Big Blues. Uh, form, because <laughs> that's what we always do. The action figure, action figure blues, figure blues, action figure blues forum, and leave a guess. Because, oh man, damn! Because <laughs> guessing is cool, um, but apparently painful. So uh, come on over, leave a guess, and that's afbforum.com. And, you know, it's really fun to be over there, and there's all sorts of good discussions going on at the moment. So come over, leave a guess, it's stay really for the fun. It's really as crazy as this segment yeah. <laughs> has been. Um, so come over, leave a guess. Cool. And if you get you get the guess right, you get a forum point. And then come over to tvandfilmtoys.com on Tuesdays and Thursdays and play the picture version. Please. Please. Pretty please. Please. <laughs> Very cool. Thank you so much, John. And uh, we will take a break, and we're going to come right back with all of the Marvel and Star Wars-related toy news from New York Comic Con. Spider-Man's getting ready to rumble. Oh, no! It's Doc Ock, Venom, and the Green Goblin. Fantastic action coming up. Take that, Green Goblin. Bam! Must get out of Venom's trap. Thwack! 
time to get out of here. Catch you later, Doc Ock. Brand new Spider-Man action figures, out now. Well, we've covered the DC toy news from New York Comic Con, and now it's time to look at both the Marvel-related news and also Star Wars. So, Ben, why don't you kick us off again? Well, thank you very much. Um, As we heard back at San Diego Comic Con, the future of Marvel Legends is going to be looking very different uh, with the announcement that Marvel Legends as a line was effectively finished and it would be replaced with some new six-inch series that basically consisted of things like um, Spider-Man Legends and Captain America Legends and uh, effectively the sort of thing that's picking up... um, on the uh, the back of the Iron Man Legends that we got with the the Iron Monger Builder figure, uh, and so we saw some releases of the Spidey Legends figures, and we've now seen the rest of the releases, and these include a um, six inch Carnage, and a uh, Spider Man Two Electro. So this is the Pimpin. Jamie Foxx, Electro from the movie. And the third reveal is actually the, um, what are we calling him, the Superior Spider-Man, who's currently appearing in Superior Spider-Man. So, spoiler alert, the the Doctor Octopus Spider-Man. So, um, that effectively rounds out the six figures. That rounds out our our six figures. So they'll be coming out in two waves of three in addition to the uh, Spider-Man 2 actual Spider-Man figure, the Black Cat and the Ultimate Beetle. And you'll need to pick up those figures to build the the Ultimate's Green Goblin builder figure. Uh, That's the builder figure that nobody asked for. Um, I mean, not bad in the in the scheme of things. I actually quite like the Spider-Man Two. There's in the Amazing Spider-Man Two movie figure because the the costume is very very close to the the classic um, comic costume, which quite surprised me. Um, mm. Given that they modified it for the first film, this one's much much closer. And um, I don't know that it'll ever replace my super articulated Spider-Man figure, but it, it's certainly a nice figure. And um, I mean, I'm I'm quite keen for the Black Cat to replace the one from the, um, yes. the Sinister Six. Yeah. Um, the, I've I've got the other Beetle figures, so this will be just a nice little addition to that. Um, the uh, this Carnage figure that we got back in the Spider-Man series was a bit dodgy, so it'll be nice to update him. But um, I don't know, mixed feelings uh, for these because I don't really need the Builder figure. So it'll be interesting to see which Builder figure pieces come with which figure. So I really hope that. Electro comes with other hands. Yeah, I actually quite like them. I, I think it's a pretty good effort, but yeah, it, it is a case of uh, if you don't want him sort of lit up, you don't really have a, a choice. Um, he looks like he's in action no matter what. So, and being Hasbro, I doubt very much that he'll come with spare hands. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a bit of a. I appreciate that they're trying to keep some figures that the collectors are going to want in while keeping the retailers happy with movie-related stuff. Um, and certainly, you know, there's a good balance here. The Black Cat's a, a lovely figure. And in this instance, I'm happy that I don't want the Builder figure because then I can just, you know, cherry-pick what I want. Having to buy a stack of Iron Men and a dodgy Ultron to get Iron Monger was a bit um, hard to swallow. So yeah. in this instance, you know, I don't care if i mean if i end up liking all these figures then that'll be a fun builder figure to have but i don't have any attachment to that version of the character so yeah and and it'll be interesting i mean there was some discussion i'm sure i saw it on one of the news sites saying that um 
that there are repeat builder figure pieces, okay. kind of implying that you don't need six figures and six pieces to build the green goblins. So we'll, we'll wait and see just how that um, that comes out. But speaking of such things, we also have the the Captain America Winter Soldier Legends, and we'd seen a number of figures. We'd seen a Captain America figure, and we knew that um, we were getting Baron Zemo, um, and there was a couple of other reveals back at. Um, uh, back at San Diego, such as uh, Blizzard and 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 and, and uh, who was it? Batrock, yes. I think. Um, but what's interesting about Zilliper. the Batrock Zidleeper? Um, what's interesting about the reveals from New York Comic Con is the the news that basically the the Red Skull and Baron Zemo have running variants, and the Red Skull has a Hydra figure like a Hydra soldier, and Zemo has the AIM soldier that we saw back at the San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, and this is pretty exciting for me because um, I, I love the idea that if you if you don't feel the need to update your Red Skull or anything like that, you can actually go with the Hydra soldier. And the fact that we're actually getting army builders again um, is, is very, very cool. Uh, the Hydra soldier is one of those figures that no one seems to be, ha- you know, seems to have enough in their collection, um, and they're actually very, very hard to come by now. They actually command pretty good prices on eBay, so mm-hmm. uh, people are always on the lookout, and uh, I- I'm very excited to get those. So, so I've, um, I've picked up quite, I'm a bit of a sucker for an army builder, so I've got really? quite a few. <laughs> I am, yeah. You weren't aware. I think I have about 13 Hydra figures. So. Oh, my goodness, Ben. <laughs> so I'm happy to add this guy in his, his new costume. Obviously, it's just a continuation of an existing buck. Um, but the super awesome, super, super news is that the builder figure for this wave of figures is actually a Mandroid. And uh, if you don't actually know what that is, the Mandroid armor is a, a suit of armor that uh, Tony Stark actually built for S.H.I.E.L.D., and it debuted, oh, oh, this will be testing the memory. Um, I think it debuted in about Avengers 97 or something like that. 94. So, 94. Oh, there you go. Um, the uh, great Roy Thomas and, and Neil Adams. Uh, probably the only thing that's a bit odd here is that the original Mandroids were actually gold in colour rather than the, the gunmetal they've actually used here. But I, I guess if you're a real stickler for um, continuity, you could actually go and paint that guy gold, and I think he'd actually look pretty damn spiffy. Um, and I'm, probably the best I, news is... Sorry, John. I, I kind of wonder with the big prominent S.H.I.E.L.D. logo if this may turn up in the TV show. Mm-hmm. Well, that yeah. And whether might it, explain it, the color. And I'm assuming it'll turn up in the second Captain America film. So. I think that there's been an um, animated and mandroids already and that they were gray. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's not... But probably the the really exciting thing for me as a six inch Marvel collector is this is a, an army builder like this Mandroid. Uh, you know, I'm going to need a few of these guys. Uh, and then the good thing is, in the process of um, of picking them up, I'm actually picking up army builders to create my exactly. Mandroid army builder. So it's um, it's win win. And I think so. We we've got the three slots there. There's the Captain America Red Skull Zemo with the the swap out soldiers, and I think the other three figures. <coughs> were the, um, there was the movie Winter Soldier, the movie Black Widow, and then I think it was the Batrock and Blizzard um, running variants. Yep. So, um, and, and that Captain America doesn't look bad. But one thing that's actually quite interesting, looking at the, the promotional image, um, something that Hyperion actually picked up um, and mentioned on, on the AFB forum is it actually looks like that the Hydra Soldier is the Captain America head just slightly re-sculpted. 
but the mouth and the nose and everything are exactly the same. It looks like they've just sort of filled in the, mm. you know, the eye lenses. So. But anyway, I, I'm looking forward to these. I think I'll give them a shot and, and see how they do. I mean, I was a little disappointed with the Iron Man Legends because you know, there's only so many Iron Mans you can have, but mm. we'll talk about that later. I, I want that Captain America roleplay mask with the uh, little missile launcher on the side. <laughs> yes, there's... Every, everyone needs a mask with a missile launcher on the side. That's right. Yes. Um, in the last bit of uh, Marvel news for me, that is, uh, uh, I think, for the four people out there who are actually collecting every Hot Toys Iron Man figure, um, you'll be very excited to learn that Igor has been announced and solicited, etc. And, of course, Igor, um, for those of you who, you know, spoiler alert, he was part of the House Party protocol in Iron Man 3, and he's the big blue fella. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> that comes storming through and knocks all the containers out of the way and has a total screen time of about four and a half seconds. <laughs> so, I mean, this guy is massive, being one six scale. He's something like 43 centimetres tall. So um, he's got LED light-up features. So, man, I can only imagine how much this guy's going to retail for. If, if you're collecting all of these figures and you've committed to them, I think this one's going to give you a heart attack. Is there such a thing as too much of a good thing? Oh, I was over it a while ago, um, you know, given that, well, at least for me, I'm sitting here waiting for that next announcement of um, Hot Toys Star Wars, um, and, and the rumour was that the next figure in the line is actually uh, uh, an Anakin Skywalker, uh, which I'm completely uninterested in, the idea of waiting two years to then, you know, find out it's a prequel figure I don't want. A um, bit, bit disappointing from Hot Toys. Well, I, I wouldn't put that out yet because... I, you know, I wonder if they do an Anakin, if he'll be convertible, like a like the Luke was two figures, would he come with Vader too? Yeah, well, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Don't give up hope, Ben. Don't give up hope. I, I shan't. I shan't. I'm sick. Speaking of not giving up hope, <clears throat> Jubilee fans uh, have waited a very long time to get some Jubilee toys, and now not only... Are we getting Marvel Legends Jubilee? Not only have we already had Marvel Universe Jubilee, but we are getting Kotobukiya Bishojo Jubilee, uh, yes. which is exciting if you're a Jubilee fan. I'm sure Adam's going to be excited. Yeah, and I think he should be happy because she's in her original costume as well. Indeed. Um, um, well, well, part kind, of it. Kind of, yeah. I mean, <laughs> she's, she's in a, a Bishojo'd version of her original costume, which means, you know, 80% more skin. And eighty uh, percent less yellow trench coat. It's like a yellow, yeah, this is not coat. Uh, but that's okay. I'll be interested to see if the concept sketch has got a very busy base with bags and popcorn and stuff. I'll be very interested to see if all that actually makes it into the mm. uh, final version. But I think it's great that they are going deeper with this line. Um, There's a little toky doki Wolverine on the one peg too. <laughs> there is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love it if they make all that, but who knows? Um, but yeah, this is fun. It's exciting, and I approve of this pose much more than the Spider Woman um, taking a spider dump pose, <laughs> which just bewilders me. Because anyway, um, so I mean that she's not news, but Jubilee concept is exciting. Um, also on Kotobukiya, we've already we talked last week about the Black Widow artifacts uh, Avengers statue. They had that on display at New York Comic Con, along with prototype shots of the Hawkeye, Thor, and Hulk statues. 
and this is definitely going to be a cool line to collect. Mm. And they also had the prototype, um, not unpainted prototype of the Spider Woman taking a spider dump, Bishojo. <laughs> um, what do you think of it? <laughs> you know, I'm going to keep an open mind. <laughs> spider dump. Um, yeah, so I, the one thing that I do like about these, uh, I mean, I'm not collecting the Marvel Bishojos anymore, but the, I do like the crouching poses, not this one, but when you're trying to put a display of things together, having some that are shorter is a help. So, you know, you've got X-23 and Mystique that also are kind of kneeling or sprawled poses. And so, you know, it's helpful from that regard. I just don't like that particular pose. So that's good. And uh, that's my Marvel news. And, John, you've got some Star Wars news. Yes, I do. And um looks like they've revealed a few new figures. Um, first one being an Anakin 6-inch Star Wars Black. Um and as I would assume, Ben is not terribly excited about this. Uh, I mean, you would come, it, it happened eventually. You know, there's such a great first wave, really good looking <laughs> second wave, and that third wave, eh, you just knew it was going to happen sooner or later. And uh, I don't know. I mean, so, uh, I'm waiting to see the layer in wave two, just to see how the sculpt comes out, because there's been some concerns mm. that she looks a little odd. But Hayden Christensen looks very, very strange in this. It does this this pick? I don't know what's going on. He's got the whole night before the day after kind of you know must up hair, and it's just bizarre. I mean, it's a good looking figure. I, I'm just completely uninterested in that version of Anakin Skywalker. I, you know. Yeah, they they also revealed it looks like maybe four or five different uh, figures from the three and three quarter inch line, including a new redone uh, Dagobah Luke yep. with his, in his training gear and Yoda, obviously from the same series. Because if you have Luke in his Dagobah gear, you have to have the required blue backpack. And this is in the Star Wars black line, so you know we've got the articulation. But they've done something interesting here. And uh, while Yoda has soft goods, and that's kind of, you know, that, that's been since the first Yoda, um, the backpack in this case is soft goods, which is a little different than what we've seen yeah. before. And I don't know if I like this. Hmm. Uh, because, are, you, are you planning to cherry pick this, John? Um, actually, I probably, I, I really like the last loop they did. Um, he, he actually looks pretty cool. And, um, the Yoda in that one kind of snaps apart at the waist and fits into a sculpted backpack. But the problem is, is to make the backpack for this, it's going to be huge to fit Yoda in there. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. They've also revealed a snow trooper. I have a ton of snow troopers already, so I probably <laughs> will not pick up that trooper. Oh, we'll just give them to Ben. <laughs> he looks, he looks good. Um, the one figure I will get that I'm kind of excited about is, uh, trying to figure out how to say the name there. It looks Torin. like Torrin Far. I know. I I think that's so cool. Um, I, I regret I never picked up General Recon, so I didn't get the big control panel screen. Hmm. Uh, if if you're listening to this and you think you're going to want her, I would maybe track down that, that vintage or uh, about Saga. Yeah. Oh, 
uh, deluxe general reconfigure because he comes with the big blue screen <laughs> and uh, you're going to want to have that for this figure. And if you don't know who we're talking about, Torinfar is the uh, controller from the air traffic controller from Empire Strikes Back. Seen real briefly. It's the other woman in the control center that's not Princess Leia. I was going to say, is that Leia's like ugly or older? <laughs> a single sister. <laughs> well, when I when I saw this, um, I thought that was a Leia figure. Yeah. And I did read the name and I clicked on it and I'm like, why does she got the earmuff hairdo? And I was like, what? And I was like, oh, I know who that is now. So, um, yeah, I probably will get that one figure because, uh, you know, that's something I don't have. But I don't have uh, a Hoth display that would have the control room. So, I don't know. You'll have to rectify that. Indeed. Yeah. We'll call our, our, our friend Frank up and see if he'll make one for us. Yes. You know, that's the kind of thing he would do. He would say, oh, that figure looks great. And then maybe he will see that and think that he needs to make a control room. So. Well, that's what's so cool about Star Wars, though, is that you have these really minor um, extras, basically, the background characters that um, take on through the the extended universe. They have their own um, backstory and and... Uh, life to them that then people actually would want a toy of them. I just think that's awesome. Well, I mean, she's actually screen recognizable. Oh yeah, and, and, yeah. and memorable. So yes. you know, to to see that figure come out, I'm I'm kind of excited. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's not too many of those left where I can go. No. Oh, I know exactly where that <laughs> figure's from. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, not a huge um, Star Wars reveal at New York Comic Con, but definitely, was it the only? Was Anakin the only six-inch figure that they revealed? That's the only one I saw. Okay. Yeah. I was originally thinking that Snowtrooper was a six-inch, but it, it says three and three-quarter inch. So yeah. Wow. Oh well, that's uh, that's great. Thank you very much for that, John. And uh, that's the Marvel and Star Wars news that we're going to be covering. Uh, before we do all the rest, we are going to come back with Toy of the Week. Mego presents the Planet of the Apes action figures. Dr. Zaius, the orangutan scientist. Cornelius, the archaeologist. Zira, the woman scientist. The soldier ape. And the astronaut. All Planet of the Apes action figures sold separately by Mego. Well, now it's time for one of our feature segments, Toy of the Week. We take turns each episode reviewing a toy in detail. And uh, John has Toy of the Week this week, and you'll be surprised at what scale it is. Over to you, John. <laughs> you'll be surprised. Yes. Well... This week I'm doing the Monty Python and the Holy Grail. John Cleese is the Black Knigget. <laughs> okay, actually it's the Black Knight. And if you are familiar with Monty Python and the Holy Grail, this is the... It's just a flesh wound knight. So. <laughs> and it is a 12-inch figure, which is probably why it would be a surprise. What? And it's Sideshow. Um, this is a Sideshow collectibles piece. Uh, it's a 12-inch figure and. In the early 2000s, this figure came out in 2002, they did a line of Monty Python and the Holy Grail 12-inch figures. Ironically, I have three of them, wow. and that they actually uh, sit on top of my TV. I have none of the main knights, <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. And two of the three figures I have are of my least favorite Python. 
<laughs> Which is you John got, Cleese. You've got John Cleese issues. Yeah, I, I just think he's kind of, you know, he's 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 a bit stuck up, I think. But yeah. maybe that's just me. Yeah. At least in the interviews I've seen with him. <laughs> um, the other two figures I have, I have... Uh, Isn't he I have just him. British? Is he stuck up or is he just British? Uh, no, I think he's a bit, uh, a bit stuck up. Okay. But who knows? <laughs> if if John Cleese wants to call me and, and talk to me and change my mind, or do an interview, maybe. Uh, yeah, please, yeah. please let me know. Uh, my other two figures I have from line are uh, the French Taunter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Your mother was a hamster and uh, that that's kind of thing, uh, which is a cool figure, but that's, again, John Cleese. And then I have Patsy with his coconuts. <laughs> um, these were 12-inch figures. They came boxed, and the boxes for these figures were outstanding because they, they had uh, Monty Python graphics all over them. And then they had, like, little sayings kind of stamped, you know, like, written in different places and, uh, you know. The, just a flesh wound. You'd find that on a little printed scrap of paper on the box or something. You know, it's just just really well done and really well thought out for what it was. Um, you know, it wasn't just a plain box. It was actually done in a Python style, which I really appreciated. Um, the one bad thing is, is the stand in the box was kind of um, put in a blister card. You know, it was blister sealed to the back of the box. So once you pulled that stand out, um, it wasn't like a collector-friendly box that you could put back together. Uh, it's still not a bad-looking box. You could put it back in, but it, it you know, you obviously had to do a little tearing to get it apart, hmm. which is kind of disappointing. Uh, but that's all right. The sculpt, you know, this is a 12-inch figure, so it's, it's built upon a buck. There are only about three special pieces that were sculpted for this, and two of them are hands, and they're gloves, and they have little rivets around them, and they, they look like leather gloves. They're really well done. And the obvious piece is the uh, helmet. The helmet is not a removable uh, helmet with a head underneath. It's actually sculpted as one piece, so you do not get to see the grim visage of the Black Knight <laughs> underneath it. Um, but in the eye slit, you can actually see that there are some eyes back there. The whole thing's painted black in that area, but uh, you can actually tell there's some eyes there. Although, I, I've never had the thing lit to where you can see them. You know, it's just really, if you inspect the figure. Uh, it looks like, you know, a metal helmet. It's got rivets kind of all around it. It looks pretty good. Uh, looks like the Black Knight. You know, kind of that trash can looking helmet. I don't really have any complaints there. It's got a nice wash on it. Looks like metal. Well, good job. Obviously, as a you know twelve-inch figure with a standard buck, he has you know the knees, arms, waist, that kind of stuff. But on top of that, he has an, a couple of extra little features. Uh, the Black Knight, if you recall, it gets an arm chopped off, lopped off. Mm-hmm. And that's his flesh wound, and they've actually recreated that uh, feature. So mid bicep, the the arm comes apart, and then uh, I didn't silence my phone. <laughs> I was going to say but, uh, he has sound effects. <laughs> no, he doesn't have sound effects. Oh, very disappointing. But, but both uh, both arms come apart, and they've kind of painted red. So you, when you're seeing the stump, it's more of a bloody stump. So <laughs> you can pull the arms apart, and the the outfit's actually sewn in a way such that. The, the outfit comes apart cleanly right there. 
So he has like a short sleeve shirt on and then the rest of the sleeve goes with the bottom part of the arm. Uh, so both arms pop off there and then both legs pop off, um, you know, about mid, mid, uh, mid femur. So you can actually have him in his uh, delimbed uh, condition and the stand will actually adjust down to where you can put him uh, on display that way. You know, you can have him with no limbs at all and his limbs laying all around him and, and, and you know, standing there saying, hey, come back, come back. I'll fight you. <laughs> uh, the outfit's kind of well done, too, as as well. It's got a printed, you know, boar's head on the front representing that on his uh, tabard. But the, the fabric they chose is got a little bit of uh, metallic woven into it. So it's got a little bit of a shine and it's got a little bit of texture to it. Um, like it's really coarsely woven fabric. So it really gives that armored chainmail look as, as well. Um, and then he's got, you know, the, the bottom legs or the bottom of his legs go with the, the bottom. The, the, the pants are split so that when they come apart, they come apart cleanly as well. Hmm. So overall, the outfit's really well done. Has a little belt on there, that kind of thing. Uh, he does have one accessory, and that's his giant uh, two-handed sword, which, you know, it's almost as long uh, as coming up to his shoulders. So it's it's proper in scale with the figure. Um, and I seem to recall that that sword was one of the very first picture named Matt's. Um, yeah, actually, that has been a name, that sword. And that one took a while, if I remember right, because people were kind of... <laughs> and who, who got it in the end? Just just a uh, reminder for those out there oh, keeping score. Oh, I just have no idea. Hmm. Was it Scott? <laughs> yeah, it was um, me. Yeah. Yeah. Nice try. Woohoo! Um, but yeah, that, the sword's really nice. nice, and it's pointy. And uh, very, very sharp. <laughs> so, a question. Sometimes with figures that have removable limbs, they don't necessarily stand up securely. When you pop this guy all together, how how secure is it all? It's it's very secure. Matter of fact, it's probably a little hard to pop him apart, if anything. Okay. Um, okay. But you know, it, this isn't like a twelve-inch figure. You know, like most sideshows that you're going to give a kid and say, "Oh, here, play with this." <laughs> My soldier broke. <laughs> um, and and he has the I'm going to say doll stand. You know, he's action figure, uh, but. You know, and, and I keep him on the, the stand pretty much because um, mine are on top of my TV, my big screen TV down here. So I keep him on the stand just so they don't fall over. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's I, I actually pulled off one of the arms right here a little bit ago, and uh, it's it's pretty it was pretty stout to pull it off. So. OK, so we, want, we, it's, we prefer it, secure to loose. So that's mm, good. Yeah, it, it's more like a um, it's a peg and it's not it's stout to pull apart it's not very easy so hmm. yeah he stands up really well and it's a swivel you know it's not like they tried to put it in the elbow joint where it was something funky it's a swivel so it's it's pretty solid when it's together now were these the figures that came with uh, like a dozen twisties holding them in place and on the back of the box it actually says something like yes all these twisties really are necessary yes uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. that was on one of them and I can't remember which one it was on um, I don't know if it was on all of them, but yeah, there were little sayings like that all over the boxes, and uh, the, the French Taunter one's pretty good too, because uh, he's got a bunch of little sayings on his. And uh, there's a whole, I, I, I really wanted to go after more of these, and I didn't, and I kind of wish I had, because uh, you know, obviously they went up, and some of them went up in price, uh, some of them haven't. 
I think they also extended to um, Life of Brian and as well. Yeah, they did one or two of the Life of Brian figures. I don't think they did very many of them. They did a, a very limited uh, Knight Who Says Knee, and he was giant and pretty cool, but I never saw him for a price that I could afford him at the time. Mm. So, mm. Um, But I would like to go back and get at least King Arthur uh, one of these days just because he's a – He's a cool figure. He's my favorite of the, the characters in that film. So, Excellent. And I have Patsy, so it would be only appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be one of our most unique toys of the week. Thank you, John. Oh, what Jolly Radio. I'm going to go um, I'm going to go eight and a half out of ten. And the only reason I say that is it's, it's early sideshow. It's not, you know, later sideshow. Um, you know, it would have been nice to maybe get a few accessories and uh, if the box had been a little more collector friendly, you know, not having to destroy it to get the stand out, um, that would have probably taken it up a little bit. It's a great figure. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm, I'm glad he's in my collection. Um, but you know, there's a couple of things that if, if you redid him today, they would probably do a little differently. So hmm. thanks very much for that, John. That was really fun and a really unique review as well. Before we go back to New York Comic Con news, we are going to take a short break and then come back with any new items that we've added to our collections this week. Big Jim's World of Adventure starring Big Josh with Talking Cat Pack. Yeah, unload the Big Jim Sports Camper gear. Big Josh says, Bring the boat and fishing gear. And you know the dinner will soon be here. Big Josh says, Let's find some firewood. Now this camp is looking like a good camp should. Big Josh with Talking Camp Pack is sold separately. Big Jim Sports Camper comes with fishing boat and gear. From Mattel. Well, we are all here because we collect. So feeding the addiction is where we take the time to check in with each other and discuss any new acquisitions or pre-orders that we've made. And uh, Ben, what about you? Yeah, it's been a while since uh, we've done feeding the addiction with me present. So I picked up a few bits and pieces. But um, I had a Stan Lee week, which was very cool. Um, one of the few Marvel Legends that I'm actually missing uh, is the Stan Lee figure, the San Diego Comic Con from some years ago. Um, and I've had the opportunity to pick it up in the, the years um, subsequent, but it always tends to go for pretty stupid prices. Um, and I just happened to be doing an eBay search and one of them came up and it was located in Sydney, Australia. And so I had a bit of a look at the seller and I had a look at some of the items they were selling and I thought some of those items look familiar. And, uh, I sent one of our AFB forum members a message and it turns out that the auction belonged to our pal Cinegang. He who is the master of half-scale statues. Yes. and uh, So, yeah, I flicked him an email, and he ended up doing me a bit of a deal, which was very cool. So um, I, I managed to get that. And the good thing is uh, it had never been opened. Oh, so yeah. it's, um, yeah, it's not like he's had it on display or anything like that. So I was very pleased. And the other thing I picked up, which I just had to get because it was just such a, uh, an awesome idea, and that is the Stanley Cologne, signature Cologne. Um, which is <laughs> hysterical, basically. Like, how can I not get that? Um, oh, I could not get that very easily. <laughs> well, I don't mind smelling uh, smelling pretty, and uh, I'm really fortunate that uh, Mrs. Shake is actually someone who goes out of her way to pick stuff up for me. Like, she'll go into a store and go, well, that smells nice, and so I, I never have to buy anything for myself. Um, but I had to get it, and... Ah, oh, look, it is what it is. It's um, it's not bad. It's not great, but it's just a you know a novel little thing to add to the collection. Do, do you guys get the show uh, Fangasm down there on Sci-Fi? Nope. Don't think so. Um, it's basically following seven interns 
uh, for Kamikaze, which is Stanley's um, convention, and that's been airing there on like episode three or four here on our Sci-Fi Channel. And, yeah. um, huh. Let's see if I can see if I can They um they pick some unusual interns. I'll just say that. <laughs> I I just don't know. And and this week they actually got to meet him for the first time in the show face to face, and they got to pitch a comic book idea and. I, I just uh, I don't have words to describe it. <laughs> I just don't. So, well, someone pitched Stripperella, so that worked. <laughs> so, yeah. besides your Stanley week, was there anything else to report, Ben? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll wait for you to do yours. So. Okay, no worries. <laughs> um, John, what about you? Well, I happened to see the new Lego. What is it? Series Eleven minifigures oh. in Toys R Us. Um, I saw a big box of them, and I picked up three. I didn't pick up three. I picked up three bags to feel, and out of those three bags, I bought two of them. And I'm pretty sure the one other one I picked up was the uh, girl with the roller skates, the waitress. Okay. But the two, the two I did get were the Yeti, who is very, very cool, mm-hmm. and and the little uh, girl robot. Oh. Because I have the boy robot, so I had to get the girl robot. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And and one little last shout out because you know why not? Uh, the Plan Banter guys uh, did Michael over there did a, a what's happening part segment to their show and he talked about a Muppet Android game where you build a your own Muppet show kind of on your phone. Uh-huh. Uh, it's one of those little you know kind of car bill you collect coins and stuff, um, but you get Muppets and build a little stage and add things to it. And, um, yeah, thanks, Michael, for, you know, pretty much uh, ruining every bit of free time that I had left. Now I'm obsessing over building a Muppet stage. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate that. (laughs) Well, I got nothing this week. I've got stuff waiting for me in a couple of places, and I just haven't had time to go pick them up, comic shop and post office. Uh, But I did make a pre-order this week, and that was for the Sideshow exclusive Sinestro premium format figure. Hi. And I believe Ben did as well. I. Um, this is going to be awesome. It is very impressive. Awesome. He comes, he's another light-up figure, and he he's going to be really tall. Um, he's going to be taller than Green Lantern um, because he is standing up straight, whereas Green Lantern is thrusting forward. And then he comes with two different constructs one and this i think this is interesting actually because the to me the cooler one is the the regular um he comes with a sinestro core light up construct which is the exclusive um but that that's not actually very tall but then he comes with this saw hand uh thing which looks like it's going to be huge huge and that's the regular and then he, or you can just play him without anything. So, um, the, uh, the Sinestro core thing looks like a, they have a clear plastic, uh, 45 RPM adapter in the <laughs> middle of it to me. <laughs> yeah. It's not, I'm surprised that that's the exclusive simply because it's cool, but it's not, it's not as cool as the saw hand mm. by any means. 
What's very interesting about some of these is the price on them is starting to creep up and um, the the solicitation email comes during the night for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I remember getting up on, I think it was Friday morning, and thinking, oh, I bet you Sinestro is up for order. And then I got really nervous that perhaps he'd even sort of sold out while I was asleep. But um, oh, I checked earlier uh, today. And he's actually still available, and yeah. so is the exclusive. So, I think the, the the run they're doing on these statues is certainly a lot more than than what we're used to. Hmm. Did you guys get the exclusives, or which which ones did you guys get? We I pre-ordered the exclusive. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the exclusives go up so much more in value, um, which you know is not. I certainly don't plan to resell any of these, but you never know. And I think it's just kind of good to. Um, have although I'm not getting the exclusive Batman because some screw up with Sideshow and they cancelled my order. Oh, yes. So anyway, I've got the, and I mean I could have gone through a rigmarole, um, but then I was like, you know what, stuff you. It's just an extra head. I'm not really fussed about it, and so I've just um, ordered the regular one through Pop Culture. Um, but yeah. <sighs> <laughs> If it had been like the Green Lantern exclusive with the awesome fist, I would be freaking out. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I'm excited about this anyway. And what's interesting is that um, it says at the moment he's coming in, in, I think, April or May 2014. Like, he's actually not – well, I'll see if that happens. I was going to say, I don't believe it for a second. Yeah. You never know. I'm still waiting on, you know, like my Indiana Jones statue that was meant to ship in um, late April. Oh, really? Oh, that's mm. the horse one, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, are you getting that? The horse yeah. one? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes, if you listen to the show, you'd know that. Can't wait to see the uh, shipping cost on that sucker. <laughs> Very good. Well, I think that that is all of our acquisitions and complaints and barbs at each other for the Feeding the Edition this week. So uh, let's go and complain and uh, acquire and make barbs at each other in some more New York Comic Con news in just a moment. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure! I'm Bill S. Preston Esquire! And I'm Ted Theodore Logan in concert! And I make them play! Speaker connects to figures and most cassette players to make figures play music! Now on drums, that bodacious barbarian Genghis Khan! Yeah, our new pal from old China! Excellent! Let's rock and roll! Squeezing their legs gets them jamming! Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure! Party on, dudes! Well, we've covered the DC, Marvel, and Star Wars news from New York Comic Con, but there are a number of other properties that also had products on display, and this is the segment for them, and I'm starting off um, back to Mattel for Masters of the Universe and Ghostbusters news. So Masters of the Universe uh, Club Eternia is still on and will be going ahead for 2014. We already knew uh, some things about that, but we now know that the July Club Eternia figure is flog. <laughs> it's flog. It's flog. It's fun for a girl or a boy. Yeah. <laughs> it rolls downstairs. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> uh yeah, so I this does not ring any bells for me, I gotta say. But apparently mm. he's the evil leader of the space mutants. Mm. And he will arrive with his sidewinder laser whip. Um but on the much more cool scale was Extendar. Uh, which is a figure that I actually do, a character that I do actually remember. And uh, he's going to be the June figure. And 
uh, he extends. Yeah, the uh, the the sub the sub guys are really getting their tooling money's worth, don't they? <laughs> Not that I'm bitter or anything. No, that's right. Yes, uh, and then Extent. also we, we already knew that they are doing some classic minis, but we've seen. Um, as well as the He-Man and Skeletor that we've seen before, um, we now know they're going to come in two packs. One will be He-Man and Merman. One will be Skeletor and Flocked Mini Moss Man. And there's also, if you if you purchase both of these packs, then you'll have the pieces to build a Mini Castle Grayskull, which is kind of cool. It is, yeah. Yeah. Um, and in Ghostbusters news... And this is a little bit interesting, I think. For the 30th anniversary of Ghostbusters, they're going to do two two packs that will include two six-inch figures of characters that they've done before. Pack one is Ray Stance and Egon. Pack two is Venkman and Winston. But you might feel like this has already been done before, but these feature, wait for it, new torsos. Ooh. <sighs> I... I I, I cry foul. <laughs> I cry chicken as well. I, I are they? I, and they're probably one torso. Oh yeah. I just how with, long are they going to milk this long? Yeah, with removable I, I, proton packs, which are probably ones they've done before. I have no idea. I just this ticks me off. <laughs> it just really does. Yeah, they're because coming back to the well. Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and. At least give you something new, give you a build a figure or something. But uh, oh, they have new torsos. <laughs> it would be better just to reissue them as two packs. You know, I mean, like if they, if they got actually nothing new to bring, then uh, and uh, we might be we might be totally off track here. Ghostbusters collectors might write in and go, "You're crazy. Those torsos are so much better." But I kind of can't the, imagine it. The only way they're going to be better is if they were individualized for the characters, hmm. which they're not. Which they're probably not. No. Well, because it's Mattel. I don't know. Maybe they are. Maybe that's the point, and maybe that's what we're missing. That maybe they are, but it doesn't look like it to me. It looks like they're all the same. Yeah, it looks like it to me that they're all the same too. Yep. So I say boo. Yeah. I say boo. Boo. <laughs> boo strongly. Boo. Um, and then. <laughs> that's my spooky ghost sound. <laughs> nice. The um, Doctor Who, not to be left out, uh. Is and I don't think this is New York Comic Con. Actually, I think this is just news. Um, we're getting a plush canine. <laughs> Yay! Awesome. I know. But canine's got a lot of fans out there. He's, he talks too. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. He says affirmative, affirmative master, and maximum defense mode. Nice. Mm. <laughs> He's cool. I like him. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, John, what about you? Well, I got caught off guard here because <laughs> somebody didn't go in order. Uh, we're seeing. That's okay. I can roll with the punches, buddy. Not as well as I can when you go out of order. But anyway, there you go. Yeah. Um, we're seeing some Creo news, and Creos here have been uh, the Star Trek ones haven't went over real well, but the the GI Joe ones are near impossible to find. And uh, we're starting to see like a city pack, so they're really, really kind of going after Lego. Um, and they've shown off at at New York Comic Con uh, some Dungeons and Dragons Creos, which is kind of an odd property, I guess. But um, they're having little mini blind bagged uh, 
figures and sets as well. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. It looks a lot like the Lego Castle series. Um, you know, and you've got starter packs and fortresses and cannons and uh, siege weaponry. Um, but, yeah, it, it's kind of interesting to see. And, and having the, the blind bag figures with this as well is going to make it, I'm sure, um, appealing to some people that maybe have Lego castles to go, oh, hey, I want some more wizards or whatever to fill out you know, <laughs> some of my Lego stuff. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm really kind of curious to see how this all turns out. Well, I mean, it's interesting. I, I, don't, I didn't know this was a property that people were, you know, highly interested in. I don't know what the name recognition is going to be there, you know, on the shelf, but hey, all the power to them. I mean, there's still a lot of people who play D&D, so it, it's still around. So I, it's interesting that they haven't really, the Wizards of the Coast haven't made much of an effort to, to get the, the property out there under different sort of merchandise. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's definitely interesting that Hasbro would have, you know, said, oh, let's, let's make, I'm sure that that's what they said. They said, oh, we need to go after Lego's castle figure or castle line. How do we do that and, and make it a little different? It's definitely a bizarre property to for Creo to license. Like, yeah. But it'll probably do it. Like I said, the blind bag figures will probably do gangbusters, I'm sure. Yeah. That's right. I yeah. said gangbusters. Gangbusters. <laughs> and also, and also. At, at New York Comic Con. Uh, we have some more plush news because plush is cool. And uh, Ugly Dolls, you know, the famous Ugly Doll people, have announced a line of Universal Monster Ugly Dolls. And that's their official release. And I'm kind of cool with these. You got Dracula, Mummy, Frankenstein, uh, Creature, Wolfman, and then the Bride. And the Bride's pretty cool because she's based on Trey, who has the three fingers sticking up and done in that a uh, Bride of Frankenstein, you know, classic black and white kind of hairstyle. So <laughs> it's cool. I, so I like you, the mummy too. Of I was course. gonna say, are you, are you a lock for the mummy? Um, if I saw him, I I might have to get him just because. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like the right. I like the one eyed one. Um, uh, just because he's different. But the ice bat Dracula to me, when I look at that, I think Grandpa Munster. <laughs> yeah, but that's. Uh, they're cute, you know. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. You know, you, you and, the, and they're normally made pretty well, where you can give them to a kid. Because mm-hmm. I've seen some like kids in strollers with these, and it's always cute to see you know, oh, the ugly dolls. With them. <laughs> so, not not the Universal Monster ones. Oh, okay, good. Just I was regular say, ugly Because <laughs> these just came out. Remember, official release. Now we nearly nearly made it through a whole show without talking about Funko. Well, our good friends over at Funko, and I think this is just news. Um, on December fifth. We'll have available for sale Planet of the Apes Pop Vinyl. And we've seen four of them. I'd be surprised if there wasn't a few more coming at some point. But you got an ape soldier, uh, General Ursus, uh, Cornelius, and Dr. Zaius. And as you could probably guess, I may have to get Dr. Zaius. <laughs> I, had, I had no idea. This is cool. What's a property that, that Funko is not going to do? Like, I. I what about I don't like, Mary Tyler Moore show pops? I wouldn't put them past that to do some kind of Nick at Night line at some point, and you know, <laughs> you know, have Mister Ed even? Yeah, maybe like a famous porn stars. Oh, um, maybe not. I reckon Reese would be into that. <laughs> yeah, um, the the Planet of the Apes ones look pretty cool though. They, they, you know, they're also all original Mego figures. 
um, for each of those. So uh, if you were a Mego collector, those might be neat to have uh, on your shelf next to your Migos, just because you know you'd have to be able to match them up a little bit. That General Ursus is cool. Mm-hmm. He is cool. He does yeah, he's cool, but I'd, I'd probably go for Dr. Zaius. Of Cornelius. course, yeah. Of course. Also, Although the Ape Soldier's cool, too, though, so... Oh, <laughs> crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Ben, it's been a marathon. Wrap it up for us. <clears throat> Shall do. Uh, we talked about Square Enix before, and Square Enix had a couple of other... Uh, reveals and there was a uh, Metal Gear Solid snake figure which actually doesn't look too bad but they've obviously gone in big with the Robocop franchise because in addition to the classic Robocop as in the Paul Verhoeven Robocop we uh, also get the new Robocop in a couple of different versions Um, and I'm not 100% sure but um, there's a a sort of a Robocop 1.0 from the new movie and then there's a black version and I think that's actually because his Robocop suit actually has like a chameleon capability so I'm not 100% sure what's happening there but I thought that was Tron no no. I don't mind the new update. I, I'm actually quite looking forward to this film. I really enjoyed the original, so I'll, I'll be checking it out. Why does he have a hand? <laughs> it's really quite interesting that um, the original was the, the only thing that was exposed was the mouth, yet um, this time around we've got an exposed mouth and exposed hands. Yeah. So it's like, shoot him in the hands. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The, uh, the original one doesn't look quite as bulky as I would have expected. Oh, it looks all right. No. Uh, in yeah. through the waist. He looks a little thin to me. Yeah, I mean, you've got to be keen. Hips. I mean, most of those Square Enix figures get up around the 90 US dollar mark. Um, I know the DC ones are around that. So, um, And lastly, the guys from ARH Studios, who uh, they do uh, assorted statues. Um, the ARH Studios uh, have done a, a few reveals, and if you're a, uh, a frequenter of the statuemarvels.com website, you'll um, actually get to interact with a lot of the guys from ARH on that site directly. But um, they've announced a, a bunch of new stuff, and probably the one that was um, the most exciting was a Conan statue, and uh, it looks massive, absolutely massive. Um, Conan's in full fighting mode. He's got a his arms raised above his head with a huge axe, and he's fighting a giant snake. And of course, it wouldn't be right unless he was protecting a nubile young maiden. And so <laughs> she's um, she's there, uh, looking suitably terrified. A couple of other reveals. There was a sort of like a Greek soldier, like a you know a Spartan kind of thing going on. Um, there's a I don't know. Is, I mean, uh, is he from the three hundred prequel? Maybe. Um, I don't know. Unfortunately, the photos that I've seen don't accompany, uh, they don't have any nameplates, so it's really difficult to see exactly what they are. But one uh, statue that did reveal is of a Minotaur, uh, and it looks fantastic. I'm a bit of a sucker for all things Minotaur, so um, I wouldn't mind getting a better look at that one. Yeah, some very nice stuff coming out from those guys. Are these the same people that did the Conan fighting the ape? No, that was Sideshow. Okay, never mind. This one looks fantastic, though. It is nice, yeah. Yeah, I had the same question um, about that, John, because I was thinking the same thing, but you're right, it's a different company. Yeah. Yeah. ARH have been releasing statues where they're very loosely... they're borrowing quite liberally, so they're, they're revealing, uh, sorry, they're releasing, say, the equivalent of a Conan statue without calling it Conan, uh, and they've done that for quite a few other characters, but I think Conan is one of their first official licensed pieces. Okay. Very cool. 
Well, what a uh, what a great New York Comic Con, and what a great set of. Uh, reveals and obviously with none of us there a huge thanks to the different toy bloggers and journalists that go and report on all this stuff so that we can sit at home and uh armchair critique it damn straight yeah <laughs> fantastic well good job everybody and uh we will be back in just a moment with some feedback before we wrap up the episode Evil Doc Terror and Hacker battle Centurions Max Ray and Ace McCloud. The Centurions call for more powerful weapons. Energize. Max gets Tidal Blast. Ace gets Orbital Interceptor. They strike back with added firepower. Max by sea. Ace by air. Centurions! Power Extreme! Machine! Figures as shown, other toys sold separately, new from Kenner. Well, we love hearing from you, and we love hearing what you think about the show, especially when you like it. If you would like to tell us how much you like the show, uh, then you can email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com. You can send us a Facebook message. You can send us a tweet. Uh, you can put a message in a bottle and throw it in the ocean and hope that it gets to us. And Ben, you have our piece of feedback tonight, so take it away. Thank you very much. And we have one that says, uh, what's up, AFBs? What's I mean, up? Listen- uh, uh, I've been listening for a few months now and want to thank you for your uh, for the time and effort you put into the show each week. Oh. Being a six-inch figure collector, I am wondering what are some of the good news sites for um, news and reviews out there that you guys like uh, and what are other podcasts um, and what what other podcasts about action figures do you guys listen to? Right now I listen to two other podcasts about action figures and they basically play around and make fart jokes until the last five minutes of each show <laughs> and complain about DCUC and Mattel, a waste of 45 minutes of my life. Uh, Ryan from St. Louis, Missouri, USA. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> now we've probably just lost Ryan now. He's added us to <laughs> the list of podcasts. <laughs> but I couldn't help it. My oh, despicable Yeah, I I understand what you're saying, Ryan. I have really cut down the number of other uh, toy-related podcasts I listen to because a lot of it, you know, I want to kind of hear the discussion and I want to hear bits and pieces about life, but I don't need 10,000 smutty jokes or, um, you know, et cetera. I I like listening to Marvelicious Toys. Yep, yep, as do I. That's the only other toy podcast that I listen to every episode. Um, what about you, Ben? Um, Marvelicious is definitely up there. I think I agree. It is definitely quite hard, particularly when you've got a range of tastes. So, for instance, I don't know that I'd be that interested in a Hot Toys uh, podcast because I only collect the Hot Toys Predators. Um, but then I probably wouldn't be that interested in a Predator-specific um, podcast because there's only certain things I collect. So it, it is difficult, and I guess that's one of the reasons we try our best to, to vary up our news. Yeah. Um, as far as news goes um i think once you've found two or three of the major sites that's really all you need because they they start to repeat it you know a little bit there are other podcasts that don't just talk about toys but that do talk about toys sometimes um so some of the comic ones or some of the more just generic pop culture podcasts will talk about action figures when they come up um so that's you know worth having a look at planned banter uh, is one that's not just about toys, but that does talk about toys. That's quite good. Um, 
there's another show that I love called Action Features, which is just two American guys, but they don't just talk about toys. They talk about all kinds of stuff, and sometimes it can just be um, just weird, but never rude, which is, yeah. um, you know, yeah. which is, I, I just really enjoy it because it's funny. So you kind of, yeah. you know, pick and choose. And uh, of course, you know, there's action figure blues. Yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah. I think in, um, Ryan also asked about actual news sites, and um, I don't go to that many anymore. I pretty much stick to um, Action Figure Insider. I think those guys have got a pretty good setup, and um, Toy News International is my other main one. Yeah, I'm so mm. lazy. I don't like. I only um, go to sites when Facebook takes me there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I go to the sites, but usually it's through a Facebook yeah, link yeah. or a Twitter link. And some of the companies like NECA um, and and Sideshow are, are particularly good at updating um, their Facebook page. Yeah, so you, yeah, tend, yeah. you tend to find out there first before you find it on any of the news sites. Yeah. Well, th- thank you very much, Ryan, for that email. It's great to hear from um, someone who's been listening for a while but who's writing in for the first time. So have an AFB gold star on us. Hoorah. Hoorah. And I think we're done. We are. That was a marathon. I feel like we've been at it forever. What about you? <laughs> oh, I just uh, it's like it's been a day at least. I feel like I've gone backwards in time. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, – Fantastic. Well, look, thank you very much, everybody, and uh, we hope that you enjoy. And if you found some other New York Comic Con news that we didn't touch on that you thought was awesome, please message us and let us know, as well as any of the other things that you would like to tell us. And with that, we're out of here. Good night, everybody. Bye. 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 Have your Adam spader neutered. Yeah, good call. (laughs) It's probably for the best. Bye. 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 Auf Wiedersehen. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and downloaded direct at actionfigureblues.com by clicking on the podcast tab. If you do listen to us on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join in with all of the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, new releases, old lines, and engage in trades and sales in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, ShelfLife.net, and the Pop Culture Superstore, who help keep our site running. You can also find us on Twitter at AFBlues and on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Max Comics and Stuff and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our Toy of the Week is the Sideshow Collectibles Monty Python and the Holy Grail John Cleese as the Black Knight 12-inch action figure, and our discussion topic is an extended look at all the goodness that is New York Comic-Con toy news. Hoorah! The Sideshow Collectibles Monty Python and the Holy Grail John Cleese is the Black Knight 12-inch action figure. That is probably the longest Toy of the Week we've ever had. <sighs> I'm tired. See, brother, Python appropriate. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Bring out your dad. Five, four, three.
Well, every week we are so fortunate to have John tease our brains with a new toy sound or commercial clue in the Name That Audio Game. And John, over to you for that. Oh, that was terrible. Right. I have to do that again. Sorry. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody all over the shop. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and I just welcome. like to say I don't I do drugs. No, not okay. at all. Five, not today. Not today. <laughs> Five, four, three. Well, every week we are very fortunate to have John bring us a new toy or toy action figure commercials. <laughs> oh God, he's off. Toy uh, or toy action figure commercial. Five fucking four. You know, there's a script. You could just read that if you're having no. trouble. <laughs> Three. I'm trying to do something different. Shut up. Uh, I'm sick. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm trying to talk here. Well, we've covered the DC toy news from New York Comic Con, and now it's time to look at both the Marvel-related news and also Star Wars. John, you're going last, so I'm not going to call on you now. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Five, Well, we love hearing from you, and we love hearing what you think about the show, especially when you like it. If you would like to tell us how much you like the show, uh, then you can email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com. You can send us a Facebook message. You can send us a tweet. Uh, you can put a message in a bottle and throw it in the ocean and hope that it gets to us. It's up to you. <laughs> Good Lord. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I thought, just, just let him get to the end and then do it. And I tried to muffle it and failed miserably. Yeah, there. Uh, oh, that's so much for a short episode. Yup. 